0: Welcome to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes.
1: Okay, so mine is um, God put the lack of peace, like we were talking about, and but I didn't want to break it off because I, you know, when you know that it's supposed, to, uh, you're supposed to do it. But anyways, but eventually I did it, but then I thought I made a mistake, <laughs> so I just I told him I made a mistake, and so after a few days he um we we talked about it, and he actually at first he he was um upset that we broke up and he wasn't like he said it's not right, doesn't feel like this is what God is calling us to do. Anyways, long story short, I, when I told him that I made a mistake, he said, actually you're right and uh, <laughs> I felt god I felt that this was what was supposed to happen and I, I felt peace at that moment but I was sad but yeah. So that was a confirmation that I did what was right, although I tried to change <laughs> try to change okay. my mind. But, yeah. Mhm.
2: Anyone else? Oh can I do it <laughs> okay, um, now, the thing is that um you know, I was um you know dating a coworker of mines, and you know and and the thing is that of course that you know you know I pretty much noticed that you know that we we had never uh you know like go to church or anything, and the thing is that of course that you know i I remember um I remember I listened to Tony Evans. Because I listen to Tony Evans every morning at eight 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 thirty in the morning, so therefore that Tony Evans said like you know what it's like you know like there may be two people at the airport, but one one of them might be flying up north and one of them might be flying down south. So you know so so basically what he's trying to say that if y'all flying on different opposite, you know that it ain't meant to be. So of course that when I heard that message, you know of course that that's when I prayed to God. So. You know, of course that you know, of course that we you know we broke it up. Me it was hurt, but it was still a lot of peace. Mm-hmm. So that that's the best. I mean that that was a, that was the greatest thing that when I listened to, to Tony Evans' message about you know about singleness.
3: Okay, thank you very much. Anyone else want to share the time where God redirected you into or out of a relationship and how did He do
2: it? Okay. Tony, oh no.
1: Uh, how hold do hold Okay um into uh maybe uh, uh one time uh, I met this woman uh, this lady uh but then uh, you find out in the process that she has some uh some uh, hurts in her life mm-hmm. maybe some things and uh, you begin ministering to her and uh and you realize that the purpose was not to date but to minister to her. So that has happened to me several times. The Lord ends up using me to uh to help uh, this or that lady. Uh one time I was uh kind of dating uh, somebody uh, in New Jersey and uh and the Lord showed me when I when I prayed that we were on a, on a lake, on a peaceful lake. It was so romantic, the moon and everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we were we were on a, on a little boat. And then the Lord showed me that this woman had another personality. And <laughs> 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 another personality, <laughs> and he showed me that. And she, uh, she, the Lord showed me that her hand was sneaking into a, like in a, in a bag, and she was grabbing a, a knife, a knife, and behind my back, she began stabbing me. Yes, and blood all over, and blood all over, and the Lord revealed to me that she was going to kill me spiritually. Yes, and I broke it off, uh, right away. As soon as I broke it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was as soon as I broke it off. I mean, she got upset, and she began calling me every day, insulting me, and this and that. And uh, she was just—I mean, her other personality showed. And I said, "Thank you, Lord, for saving me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ran away. Yes, the Lord can show you that. Yes. Right.
2: You. Man, that 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 called on Fred attraction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Dana,
0: I'm Dana. Everyone, and um to kind of uh, uh, piggyback off of what Antonio was saying, I, I think it's, it, it's really, it, it, it it's really important to know how God speaks to you. And like, that's one example of how God speaks to you, because I know, um, I had, um, uh, we had been, this was, you know, way back before tokes, you know, I'd been, you know, texting friend you know, like you have a text friend and, you know, and then it starts to get into, you want to go out for coffee and things. And so there was somebody I was interested in and, um, so I remember I prayed about it, and we had planned to go out to dinner on Saturday. And I remember it was a Tuesday. Like in the middle of the night, I had this dream. And I was sitting actually on a couch like this. And I, when I would go and sit next to that person, I would feel them like hold my arm. And I would try to get up, and, and they weren't mean. I mean, they weren't like aggressive, but they wouldn't let me move. Like I would, they kept pulling me down, and then I would go, and then I would come back, and the same thing. And so I woke up at like 2 in the morning and I was like, well, I don't really feel at peace about this. But I was like, well, I'm not going to cancel the date because it's really silly. Like I had this dream, right? So when I go on the date, um, we are not even on the date 10 minutes. And pretty much the whole time, he, the person was telling me that I wasn't thinking outside the box. And God had a different way if I could just open my mind. He wanted me to leave the ministry I was in. He wanted me to go sing in his ministry, which I don't even like singing. (laughs) You know, he wanted me to do all these things. and, And he kept saying, I wasn't thinking outside the box. But I felt like God had spoken to me, and I had to do the same thing. And we ended up still being friends, but it ended hard. But you're right. So knowing how God speaks to you is very important. And then I ended up, you know, now in a ministry that I feel like I'm called to be in. Not what somebody is calling me to be in. <laughs> okay,
3: thank you very much. Give yourselves a round of
2: applause.
3: <laughs> Rejection is redirection. Rejection, amongst other things, is one of the ways that God redirects us. I want to encourage everyone here tonight, if anyone is feeling rejected or has been rejected in the past or experiencing rejection right now, I just want to encourage you with this. Being rejected does not mean something is wrong with you. It usually means something or someone is wrong for you. Okay, let me say that again. Being rejected does not necessarily mean something is wrong with you. It usually means something or someone is wrong for you. And that someone may not be a bad person. That someone may not be wrong. You just say they are wrong for you. In other words, you guys are not a good fit. Rejection is not a wall that blocks your path. It's an arrow that God uses to direct you to his best path for your life. Some of you know my story, and I just want to share real briefly. Around 2001, I used to live in Richmond, Virginia. And uh, it was around the time that I began to contemplate, you know, marriage and who God had for me. And at that time, I was checking this lady out. I kind of felt like she was the one. Uh, She looked like the one. She talked like the one. She walked like the one. She smelled like the one. I felt like the dogs were barking, she was the one, the birds were singing, she was the one. So, But prior to talking to her, I prayed about it, went before God, and uh, in not so many words, I was basically saying, you know, God, I really don't have time to waste, okay? I don't have time to date somebody for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, only to discover that she's not the one. I know some people have time for that, but I don't have time for that. So, So I was like, God, you know what? If it's not you, you know, don't let it even start. But if it's you, let it happen. Now, I prayed that, but I'm thinking, yeah, she's the one. So eventually I talked to her and I was right. She was the one for another guy.
0: <laughs>
3: because she told me she was interested in somebody else. So by default, That was a rejection and redirection. I was disappointed. But again, that experience led or redirected me to basically what I'm doing now. Because it wasn't long after that that a friend of mine called me to speak at a True Love Weight seminar. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I just got rejected from being in a relationship. Now I'm getting a call. Just speaking a True Love weight Seminar, what was funny was, I felt like God was dealing with me, and I felt like God was asking me the question, are you ready to be in a relationship, folks? And the answer was no. Then I felt like the next question was, what do you need to be doing while you are single to prepare yourself for a relationship? How many of you know that the best time to prepare for marriage is while you are single? Not when you are married. Because by that time, it might be too late. So that's how While You Were Single started. It started as a message. That's what I shared at the seminar. Then it evolved into a manuscript, my first book. And I'm thinking that was it, but look at it now, it's not a ministry. But that redirection led me there. But even after that experience, about two years later, I saw this other lady I'm saying, okay, maybe she's the one, you know. I prayed about it as well, I went before God, and I approached her, but she rejected me, you know. Again, second time, you know. It was painful, of course. Don't get me wrong. Even even though I've wrote, written the book on rejected for purpose, and and you may hear me over 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 time talk about rejection and encourage you about it, and you guys experience this, it doesn't change the fact that you still get hurt. It doesn't change the fact that you're disappointed. But the key. To overcoming it is understanding, is knowing that God is using it to redirect you to His best path for your life. Mm-hmm. For example, Romans 8:28. We often miss quote or half quote it. We often say Romans Romans 8:28. We often say all things work together for the good. We just stop there. All things work together for the good. But but. But my emphasis, and I, and I understand what you guys are saying, my emphasis is the first three words. And we know. You see, if you don't know that God causes all things, which must include rejection or redirection or whatever the case may be, or adversity, to work for your good, then how are you going to respond to it? You're going to get mad and angry and upset. That's why John 8, 31 and 32 says, and... If you abide in my word, you will know the truth and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's the truth that you know that will set you free. The truth you don't know might put you in bondage because you don't know. My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. So knowing that God is using the redirection will help you out. So the second time around, she rejected me. That inspired the book Rejected for a Purpose. I wrote the book on rejection. I asked myself, okay, I got rejected again, but I know this is a good thing. But what is it about rejection that is good? So I began to do some research and I discovered that a lot of people who are successful in life were rejected. In fact, not only were they rejected, the rejection was the catalyst for their success. About eight years ago, before Dinah and I got married, obviously I'm reaping the benefits of being redirected to her. Um, and, but I've been through a few redirections as well, just like she has. About eight years ago, there was this lady that I met in church and, um, I found her attractive and, um, she started coming to a singles class or a singles fellowship that we had at the church I attend. And, uh, not only did she come, she began to kind of join us to serve. I was like, okay, she wasn't just attractive, it, you know, from my perspective, she was serious too, you know, she's serving. Okay. Her walk with God, her faith level, you know, I kind of felt maybe, uh, I didn't know, I felt like she was growing, okay? So nevertheless, I kind of, you know, um, was around her and, you know, we said, hello, hi, how you doing? And she seemed to be cool to be around me and, you know, we uh, built a little bit of rapport and over time, you know, um, I asked, you know, if... I could have her phone number. And she said, sure. She gave me her phone number. I said, okay, that was, that was victory for me because I never get to the phone number part a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? I never get that far. I never get that far. So this was victory, you know? She gave me her phone number.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit WhileYouAreSingle.org. That is WhileYouAreSingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.